Well, good morning. Is everyone okay out there? It's getting a little hot, so, uh, so thank you very much. Bishop Burns, Dr. Plotz, Dr. Zeller, members of our Board of Trustees, and to our incredible faculty on both sides, our incredible faculty and our administration. So thank you very much for this honor. And to our special guests, especially to the parents and the grandparents, I think I know how proud you are today. And for our graduates, I don't think you have any idea how proud your parents are today. And the reason I say that is just yesterday, we celebrated the graduation of our oldest daughter. And just like you, we were bursting with pride. And just like you, I was a dad with a camera. And just like you, I was a dad that said, yay, go. And also just like you, I was hoping, actually I was praying so earnestly and so fervently that the commencement speaker would be very, very brief. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. So our graduates at the University of Dallas have completed a course of study that really is incredibly rigorous, and it's very, very unique. It's one of the most unique curriculums in the country. And I think it's interesting that at 60 years old, the University of Dallas is still considered a relatively young institution in the world of academia. But in that short time, UD has achieved an incredible, an incredible reputation for excellence. This is the youngest university in the last 120 years to be granted a chapter of Phi Beta Kappa, which is the oldest and most prestigious honors organization in the United States. And the Gupta College of Business has achieved an accreditation that is earned by less than 5% of business schools worldwide. So yeah, I think you should be very proud of your graduate. They worked really hard, and this was not an easy journey. So now I want to speak directly to you, the folks right in front of me in the funny black outfits. So first of all, congratulations. And I mean that very sincerely. I sat where you were sitting um, not that long ago. Well, actually, it was pretty long. I'm lying. I graduated in 1987. And I do know that what you've achieved, it wasn't easy. You worked really hard. I'm sure you had a lot of fun. But I know it also wasn't always a ton of fun. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But I also know, and I hope that you know, how special and how unique and how precious your time at the University of Dallas has been. It really is a gift. You know, I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a pretty big reader. I'm a big student of history. And as I was preparing for this, and this is a quote that I've heard many, many times. It just makes me laugh every single time. Winston Churchill had some of the funniest quotes in the world. And as he was giving a eulogy, I'm not sure why they would ask him to give a eulogy, for one of his most ardent opponents in parliament. Can you imagine having like your worst enemy giving you a eulogy? Well, he, he was asked to give it, so he did. So he started the eulogy by saying he was a very humble man, and he had much to be humble about. <laughs> now that's a bit how I feel standing here talking to you. It's kind of humbling, to be honest with you. But I do have a few thoughts that I do want to share with you. And these are very much from the heart. These are not textbook kind of thoughts. These are things that I just want to share, much like I share with my, my kids. And the topic I want to talk to you about, you might think, oh gosh, here we go again. But it's important. I want to talk to you about leadership. And 
you know, I think there are probably more books that have been written on leadership than on any other topic. And generally, I think that they are all very boring. And I can promise you, I have not read them. Okay? So obviously, my lessons have been drawn largely from my experiences and my upbringing in my family and in business, and largely, to be honest with you, from my experiences at Southwest Airlines over the past 16 years. But just to be clear, this is a very diverse group. I'm not talking about leadership just in the context of business, though it certainly applies there as well. I think the same principles apply whether you choose to work in government, in academia, in the arts, the military, social services, ministry, healthcare. I can't think of a domain where these things do not apply. I'm also not talking about leadership in the context of an executive role. I'm talking about things I think apply to anyone in any role. So these are my thoughts from my experiences, and you might agree with them, or you might not, which is absolutely fine to be honest with you. UD has trained you all very well in the art of critical thinking, so this could get very interesting. Just don't throw things if you don't agree, okay? Okay. So I want to, I want to start by asking you to think about this question. And I'm serious about this. Just think about this for a second. There's not going to be a test, but think about this for a second. Sometime into the future, five years, 10 years, I don't know, pick a time, what type of leader do I want to be? And I think that really begins to bleed into the broader question of what type of person do I want to be? And for me, the way I think about it is actually very simple. For me, there are five things, really five behaviors. These are not uh, competencies or leadership skills. These are five behaviors that I think are at the very core and at the very essence of leadership. And I call them the leadership mysteries, which is kind of odd because there's really nothing mysterious about them at all. So let me share them with you. The first leadership mystery is humility. So what does that mean? That's not very helpful. Well, it means that you really listen to the thoughts and the ideas of others. It means that you know you don't have all the answers. It means that you're aware that you can learn from someone else. It means that you can say, I blew it. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Man, I didn't handle that one very well. Forgive me. It's the exact opposite of arrogance. In my 35 years, I've never met anyone who wants to work with or work for an arrogant boss. Do you guys want to work for an arrogant boss? Probably not. So humility, I think it's a pretty big deal. The second leadership mystery is the love of people. Now that's kind of an odd phrase, but what do I mean by that? Well, people need to know that you care about them, not just about their work or about what they can do for you, but you really care about them as a person. It's about the golden rule. It's about treating people with respect. And people need to know, in fact, people really want to know that you care about them. The third, if I can get to it, the third leadership mystery is courage. Courage is a big deal. Being a leader takes courage. I can promise you there'll be very hard days and there will be tough decisions and there will be things that you wish you could hand off to someone else, but the most difficult things can't be handed off. 
being a leader takes courage. And over the past month, I've witnessed this very personally from a guy that I really respect a lot. In fact, uh, he, he demonstrated it in a very profound way. And that person was Gary Kelly, who is the CEO of Southwest Airlines. And as you know, we've had a very difficult and a very somber time in the past month. And I can promise you this is a task that no leader can truly prepare for. And it was incredible to watch him lead with such compassion and such steadiness and with such courage. And the fourth leadership mystery is perseverance. It's interesting, and you'll all experience this because you're going to be successful, I have no doubt. When you become a leader for the first time, for the first few minutes, it is an honor. It really is an honor, so savor the moment. But that moment comes to an end very quickly. And when that moment is over, you now own it. You now have responsibility. And I can guarantee you meaningful things don't happen overnight. There will be issues that you'll have to deal with. There will be problems, and there will certainly be failures. But leaders have to have the courage to persevere. And finally, the last leadership mystery is patience. You know, I think it's one thing to persevere, but it's another thing altogether to persevere with patience and with a calm, steady hand. Leaders need to give others the grace of patience, and leaders need to give others the confidence of a patient, steady hand. So when I think about how I want to lead and how I try to lead, and by the way, I've been known to come up short. I'm human, just like you all are. But these are the things that I think about, these five things, humility, love of people, courage, perseverance, and patience. These are the fundamental behaviors of leadership, and they really are as simple as this. So I want you all to know, first of all, I just saved you all a lot of time. You don't need to read any of those leadership books now, okay? So, and this leads to my final thought. Never, never be afraid to take your faith and your values and what you believe into your professional world. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about being over the top and behaving like a holier-than-thou type of person. I'm just not into that at all. And I'm not talking about making the workplace an awkward or uncomfortable place. But it is possible, and I think it's very important, to intertwine your faith with your professional life. And I want to let you in on a little secret. And it's the secret of how I came up with these mysterious leadership mysteries. And by the way, this is the first time I've shared this publicly. So it's, I'm a little... Actually, I'm actually really comfortable sharing this. And this may be a surprise to you, but I didn't come up with them at all. Not at all. They all come directly from the Holy Rosary, which is an incredible gift to us. The first leadership mystery, which is humility, here's where it comes from. It's actually the, the fruit of the first joyful mystery, which is the Annunciation. The second, love of people, well, that's the fruit of the second joyful mystery, which is the Visitation. The third, Courage is the fruit of the third sorrowful mystery, the crowning with thorns. The fourth, perseverance, is the fruit of the fourth sorrowful mystery, which is the carrying of the cross. And the fifth, patience, is the fruit of the fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion. So for me, this has been a way for me to blend how I want to develop and behave as a leader with how I want to live my faith in my work environment. And by the way, it's really not just a work environment thing. It really does transcend your entire life. 
So back to that critical thinking thing that you're all so good at. Perhaps you can accept all or part of what I said, and perhaps you can accept none of what I said, and I'm okay with that. But whether you buy into what I said or not, I do want to leave you with two questions I, I really do think are worth thinking about every so often. And the first question is this. When I project forward 10 years, what do I want to be known as, as a leader, or more importantly, as a person? And what behaviors and habits does that require me? And the second question is this. How, how will I bring my faith into my professional life? These really are important questions. These are questions you need to think about every so often. You may be thinking, why are you telling me all these things? I'm telling you this because of the following. I think that we live in an incredible, incredible country, and we are blessed to live in this country. But there are a lot of things, a lot of challenges that we need to overcome. You know, I'm not sure about you, but I think we desperately need civil discourse which is a very difficult task in an environment where social media amplifies the most outlandish extreme positions on the left and on the right. Our schools, our communities, our businesses, our government, they desperately need young people. We're counting on you. We are really counting on you with your intellect and your education and your values and your faith to play an important role in leading us into the future. So lead well, and congratulations. Thank you.